0: This is No BS Job Search Advice Radio, Episode 1678. I'm your host, Jeff Hoffman The Big Game Hunter, and welcome. I'm going to be doing the show for more, one more week until I take a short break, until after the New Year. So, my last show for the year is going to be on New Year's eve day you know what i mean and i'll be back again after the first in the meantime this is a show that i think is an important one for you about respecting your opponent when you're interviewing and throughout your search hope you find this helpful hope you give it a great review in apple podcasts spotify wherever you listen to the show please give it a great review it does help other people discover and with that let us get going I coach people. I want you to perform at a high level. And one of the things I learned a long time ago was, well, there's a saying from sports, the six P's. Proper preparation prevents, I won't say that, I will, piss poor performance. Now, most people are disrespectful to their rivals. They don't prepare. It's kind of like when I was in school uh, and I did no prep before taking a test. I hadn't been paying attention in class. I'm now taking a, uh, a test. And once in a while, I would get lucky. But most of the time, it was crash and burn. When you go into a negotiation, when you go into an interview, when you go into a business meeting, how well prepared are you really? Are you thinking that I can just pull this out of my derriere and perform like I always have? Or do you take some time understanding what the needs of your adversary are? And I'm going to use the old-fashioned terms because, you know, there's a, a propaganda that's been created over the years about win-win negotiations. Win-win basically means you lose <laughs> because you, it tends to be you make more of the concessions than they do so if you're in a power position that is you're representing an organization in entering into a negotiation well you've got an advantage you've got the power you've got the money if you're the vendor if you're the job hunter You don't have as much power. You can refuse service, obviously, but what you're really there for is getting the money from them, right? The money that you want. And in order to be effective, you need to be prepared. And you need to recognize the cues that time and again signal them trying to talk you down. So, the classic example is in job hunting where they're asking you how much you're looking for. And they're invariably saying, are you willing to be flexible? And your response is, sure, I'll be flexible, but you don't follow it up by saying, but I'm not willing to concede flexibility right now without knowing more. So, you know, I'm about a quarter of the way into my search. It's relatively early. The market may dictate that I'm not, I shouldn't be flexible. So don't make the assumption that I'm going to be, making huge concessions here uh, for a job that I know very little about right now. And by not putting it back on them, you're not showing the respect that's necessary. You're not prepared to to have a rebuttal, and thus you've made an immediate concession without getting anything back. Now, I want to be clear. This isn't about hardball. You have to know where your limits are, and you have to know what you're willing to concede going into the conversations so that if you're shooting high well what are you willing to come back to if you're telling them what you're really willing to take why are you coming down immediately seriously why negotiate immediately you're not respecting your opponent you're conceding to them and you're expecting them to to be respectful of you they won't be right so Part of what you need to do is to be prepared every step along the way. So, that's interview preparation and understanding what it is they're really looking for and how they're going to evaluate for it. And that's not just simply in the interview. That's going to be your projected performance once you're on board, right? Right. When you get further along with senior management, how do you connect with them? What sort of relationship can you build with them in order to gain that respect and show your own respect for them, too? Lastly, when you get into the negotiation, how well prepared are you? Have you spent any time practicing a negotiation with someone? So. Take the time to do your work. And, you know, I'm going to get to negotiation now and say practice your end game, particularly if you're a job hunter. Most of you spend so much time fixated on your resume, so much time fixated on your first interview, and no time practicing negotiation. I'm telling you. I've seen this time and time again with job hunters. You do nothing to practice how to negotiate. You arrive at that point relieved. I'm going to get an offer. And then your first reaction when it's made and it's a little low is to become indignant. No, you're just not prepared to negotiate at that moment. You have an emotional response because you haven't really thought it through. They've been signaling certain things to you over the course of of your interview that you've chosen to ignore while conceding things and then get shocked when they actually act from the concessions. Again, respect your opponent. Recognize what their objectives are in in interviewing you, in meeting with you if you're a vendor, and in talking with you. What do they want to get out of it? And how can you fulfill that and demonstrate that in the course of your meetings? So when they get to the negotiation phase, I don't want to say it's anticlimactic, but you've made it clear that you're not going to be a pushover and that you want to join. Or sell to them. You know, again, we're talking about job hunters and vendors here. Because at the end of the day, if you want to join, you want to get a fair price for your talent or you're going to go somewhere else, right? If they they think they can get you low, that tends to be your mistake because you've signaled it all the way through. So that's today's show. I hope you found it helpful. And if you did, here are a few more ways to get more from me. First of all at my website which is the I have more than 7,000 blog posts there that you can watch, listen to or read that will help you find your next job. While there, if you're interested in one-on-one coaching for me, you can schedule a session, either a discovery call or a coaching session with me by using the button on the home page that says schedule. You'll see a number of different options. If you just want to have a quick chat to see if coaching makes sense, use the discovery call option. If you want the best of my advice with an emphasis on interviewing, go to jobsearchcoachinghq.com where I've curated information with a focus on interviewing. If you decide to take a lifetime membership at the site, basically what I do is I give you the money back in the form of one hour of coaching with me that you can use as two 30-minute sessions. Thus, the site becomes free. You can also hire me for a resume or LinkedIn profile critique, trusted advisor services, help with a salary negotiation, and much, much more At my website. Like you, I don't work for free. I do charge for what I do. You can also take my classes on Skillshare and become a premium member using the link in the show notes and receive two months for free instead of just the one that the site offers. Skillshare offers thousands and thousands of courses, not just simply mine, but on a host of different subjects that can help you in many different ways. Lastly, join my group on Facebook, which is called Career Angles. It's free to the first 250 members who join and is focused on helping you do better at work. Information is shared daily and we're attempting to build a supportive group there. Ask to join. I'm not letting recruiters in, so it's a safe place and you won't get harassed. And I'll be back tomorrow with more. And in the meantime, I hope you have a great day. Be great!